When I Google best passive income ideas, the first result is an article from bankrate.com titled 23 passive income ideas to help you make money in 2023. But if I keep scrolling through the search results, I see hundreds of similar articles. Things like 39 passive income ideas to build wealth from SoFi, best ways to earn passive income, 10 ideas for 2023 from NerdWallet, and top passive income ideas for 2023 from Forbes. And on and on and on and on the list goes. And as an online business writer, I've contributed my fair share to these lists as well. Lately though, I found myself increasingly frustrated by the echo chamber the internet has become. When you make your living as a content creator, it's not long before you realize that the easiest way to make content, and therefore make money, is to repeat what has already been tested by others. But it's a little bit like the kids game telephone. As people repeat what they heard others say, a lot of detail and accuracy can get lost along the way. The fact of the matter is, most of the people who write these articles about the best ways to make passive income haven't ever tried any of the ideas that they're sharing. So in short, they don't know what they're talking about. And yet I find myself repeating them simply because it's easy. Today though, I'm recommitting to doing better, to thinking for myself, saying what I actually think and telling the truth, even when it's not what I necessarily think others might want to hear. Because the truth is I've tested a lot of these passive income ideas and a lot of them aren't what they're cracked up to be. So with that commitment in mind, allow me to share with you what I actually think of those 23 passive income ideas to help you make money in 2023. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. The very first idea on the list is create a course. And here's what I actually think about that. First of all, anyone can create an online course and they can be very profitable. In fact, I earned several hundred thousand dollars from a couple of mine last year. But here's what happens to most people. They spend a lot of time on this project and they never end up earning any money from it. Now, there are three main reasons I think that courses don't end up being profitable for most people. First, they don't know how to find a profitable idea for their course, you know, like one that people actually want to buy. Second, a lot of people who want to create courses never end up finishing creating their courses. And then third, they might not understand how to effectively market their course. Most people get hung up on one of these three challenges, but even those who don't still don't generally earn passive income from their courses because often they only make sales when they're actively launching and launching can be a lot of work. To turn a course into a source of passive income, you have to learn how to build an automated sales funnel that sells your course without your direct involvement. To learn more about that system, you could look up a video I have on YouTube called Deconstructing My $72,000 Sales Funnel, and we'll also plan to leave a link to that in the show notes. Next up, the second idea on that list of 23 passive income ideas is to write an ebook. So first of all, let's talk about the bad part of this idea. Ebooks are kind of a dime a dozen. 
meaning that there are a lot of them out there and so they're not seen as very valuable. And that means that people often aren't willing to pay very much for them. Most of the time, you can package the same information in an ebook or in an online course. And most of the time, people are going to be willing to pay way more for the online course version than for the ebook version. Also, with so many ebooks out there on the internet, it's just an extremely competitive market. And so it can be tough to get your book to rank on Amazon if you're trying to do that, to get seen and to actually sell it all, even if you're selling it for a low price. Okay, but there is some good to this idea. Writing an ebook gets you just one step away from self-publishing a paperback book. And I think that that's a way more worthwhile endeavor. Well, a paperback still won't sell for as much as an online course, and it's not going to make you rich directly, it tends to create a huge amount of credibility. Now you're suddenly a published author, and it gives you instant authority in your niche, which can allow you to charge more for your services and more easily sell your online course. The third idea on the list is rental income. Now this one I think is 100% legit. I have made money by owning and renting a house myself and not just made money like revenue, but made profit, plenty of profit from owning and renting houses. And I know plenty of other people who do this as well. In fact, I would say that this is one of the most underrated passive income strategies out there. Like everyone knows about it, but a lot of people think that it is a lot harder or more costly to get involved than it is. And so they shy away from it, but really there is a huge opportunity. And the truth is that rental income has made more millionaires and billionaires than any other single strategy. Passive income idea number four is affiliate marketing. Now I say this one is a bit hit and miss. I know a few people who make great money with it, but even with my large audience, the honest truth is that it's never amounted to a whole lot for me. Despite making some serious efforts with it, like yes, it has made me thousands of dollars, but just compared to my other income streams, it is fairly insignificant. Um, and I've tried a lot of different strategies with it. And it just has always been something that I've found to be a little bit of an uphill battle. And I would say that that is true for most of the people I know who have tried to make money with affiliate marketing. A lot of them have never been able to get it to work. Of course, that's not to say that there's not potential there. Like I said, I know some people who make plenty of money with it. I just think that it is touted as one of the easiest ways to make money online, one of the easiest ways to make passive income, and I don't think it's that. Passive income idea number five is to flip retail products. Okay, so the idea here is like you buy stuff for cheaper and you sell it for more expensive. And that could mean like buying stuff at garage sales and then selling it on eBay or buying stuff at Goodwill, selling it on eBay or on Amazon, something like that. In short, this idea just simply isn't scalable and it's definitely not passive. You have to spend a lot of time looking for those products. You have to spend even more time listing those products online and then packing them up and taking to the post office. It's certainly a viable way to make money. In fact, it's one of like the simplest, most basic ways to make money. You just buy stuff and then resell it. That's how most stores make money, but it's not passive. And like I said, not very scalable. The next one is number six, selling photography online. So the basic idea here is you take stock photos and then you sell them to a site like Shutterstock or to Adobe stock. And then they resell your photos to their users, people who have a subscription on their site or people who are buying one-off photos. And then you get paid for them essentially licensing your photos. Now, 
Is there potential here? Yes. The problem with it is that this is really competitive. It's really saturated. There are literally millions of these photos on these sites at this point. And so it's hard to get your photos to rank. That being said, people do make passive income this way. I just think that it's a little bit of a gamble whether or not you will be able to get your photos to rank and that you will have to have exceptional quality. And even then it's not gonna be a sure thing and you will have to keep producing the photos for a while, so it will be active for a while, even if eventually it can lead to a stream of passive income. Passive income idea number seven is to buy crowdfunded real estate. So here you're not buying a property all on your own, you are buying into other people buying rental or investment properties. And so this is a lower risk way and a easier way to get in on the profitability of real estate as an investment. So that's the good. It, in short, it's way easier. The bad is that your returns are gonna be a lot lower and you have a lot less control over the process and over your profits than you do if you're being more hands-on, if you're being more involved. So if you choose to go out there and buy an investment yourself, you can spend a little bit more time, put in a little bit more effort to find a really good deal, then you can, if you want, put in some effort, some sweat equity to increase the value of the property, and then you can flip it or you can rent it out. Now, is that passive? No, at least not up front. It can lead to passive income if you then rent it out, or you can hire other people to do those upgrades for you, and you certainly can hire a property management company to manage the property in an ongoing way, making your profits passive. And your returns on your financial investment are going to be a lot greater if you do that. You're gonna be earning a much greater return, a much higher percentage back on the money you invest. So if you have a lot of money to invest, then it might make sense to buy some crowdfunded real estate um, if you're just trying to find something completely passive to like put your savings into. But if you're trying to really actively grow your wealth and you have some time to invest into finding the right property and renovating it and whatnot, then I would recommend not just buying crowdfunded real estate, but instead going out there and buying some properties of your own. Also, when you buy your own property, then you actually own the title to the property. And if you buy several properties, then you're much more diversified. Whereas if you buy into crowdfunded real estate, you can in one way be more diversified because you're owning a tiny little bit of a ton of properties. But on the other hand, your investment rests all in probably one company that you're doing this crowdfunded investment with. And so there is a potential point of failure there. Okay, so let's move on to number eight, which is peer-to-peer -peer lending. Now, this could mean two different things. It could mean that you are lending money to a friend or to someone you know, or it could mean that you're lending money to a stranger via some company that is mediating this relationship, this financial exchange. And either way, there is a ton of potential here. I don't honestly know a whole lot about this. I haven't done it myself in a, in a serious way. Like I've, I've lent money to people before, but I haven't done this as an investment strategy. I think that there's a lot of potential here. Obviously, it seems like you would need to have capital to be able to lend. So if you're starting at zero, this probably isn't gonna be the right strategy for you. And it's typically not going to be a very high rate of return because you can only have the rate of return that the market supports. So if like the going interest rate is 5%, then you're probably gonna only be able to earn about 5%. However, it probably is going to be really passive. So that's the good. 
but you don't have the ability to leverage it the same way you might with investing in real estate. And you also don't have the same ability to scale it or create something out of nothing the way we do when we sell online courses. Creating an online course or some other digital product doesn't require necessarily any upfront investment of money. You have to create the thing, but then you can sell it and make money out of kind of nothing. Really, you're making money out of the effort you put in upfront. But with peer-to-peer -peer lending, you're obviously going to need to have capital to lend out. The ninth best way to earn passive income, according to this list we're going down, is through dividend-paying stocks. Okay, so you're probably aware of this one. It's where you buy stocks via the stock market, probably, and you buy stocks that pay dividends. So the company whose stock you own is paying you a small amount every month or every quarter or every year that is a, a percentage of their profits. This is a way that a lot of people do earn passive income, definitely passive, just like peer-to-peer -peer lending or some of those other options we are talking about. It does require a financial investment. So if you have the money, then this could be a good option. The rate of return though on your money is going to be a lot lower than some of the other options that we looked at. The 10th idea on this list is to create an app. Now this one doesn't require upfront capital, but it does require a lot of skill or else the ability to find the right people and delegate the task to have other people create an app. Now I've heard from a few people who have developed or tried to develop apps that that can be a very difficult and risky process that a lot of people have hired others to build apps for them. And because they didn't know how to build the app themselves, they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. And they ended up spending a lot of money creating something that was never even a viable app. It didn't work how they wanted it to, or it didn't work at all. Um, so that's something that's happened to a lot of people. But also, even if you do get the app created, you're going to face a lot of competition, obviously, because there are a lot of apps out there. Now, that doesn't mean I'm completely down on this idea. I think if you have a great idea for an app, you should go for it. But I wouldn't really consider it a solid plan for creating passive income. It's a little bit riskier, a little bit more of a gamble, a little bit something to take a shot at and see if maybe you strike it rich. At least if you're in the position where you don't know a ton about the market. Like I'm, I'm saying this from my position. I don't know a ton about creating apps. I don't know a lot of people who've been successful with it. I don't know what goes into building a successful app business, right? So if you are able to get that knowledge or you already have that knowledge, then maybe this becomes a much more viable option. The 11th idea on their list of best passive income ideas is to rent out parking space. So I am imagining that this would be if you live in an area where people need to park, maybe you live downtown and you have a yard or you have a parking lot or you have a big driveway and you could rent out some of the space to people who need to park around there. This seems like it could be a viable option if you have that opportunity, whether it's something you already have or you see an opportunity to buy a parking lot. It's kind of like having a rental property, like a house, except you don't have to deal with the house. So it could be simpler in that regard. You're not having to maintain a building 
but you do obviously, like I said, have to have the right opportunity to do it. And it still is going to require management. Of course, that's something you could delegate, but someone is going to need to manage the customers that are parking there, whether that's daily taking their payment from them or whether it is managing them on a monthly basis, or maybe install parking meters, which could require a little bit more of a financial investment upfront. Overall, I'd say this is likely to require a little bit more of a financial investment because you probably don't already happen to have a parking lot. If you do, you already thought of this, right? Now, as you're listening to this list, you may hear an idea that stands out to you and you may think, I wanna give that passive income idea a try. But before you do that, what's important to remember is that if you are earning money in a way, aside from becoming an employee of another business, you are starting a business. And that can be a little bit overwhelming. There can be a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty. You wanna make sure that you are doing it right and that you're checking all those like legal boxes that you need to and also these strategic boxes that you need to to set your business up for success so i put together a free course it's called small business 101 completely free you can get it by going to gillianperkins.com 101 there are eight lessons in the course that will guide you through just all the basics of how to start an online business and i think you'll find that really helpful so make sure you grab your free copy of the course at gillianperkins.com slash one zero one. The 11th idea is REITs, which is real estate investment trusts. From my understanding, this is fairly similar to buying crowdfunded real estate. Um, and it's a difference, you know, of semantics of terminology. According to Google, a real estate investment trust is a company that owns and in most case operates income producing real estate. Real estate investment trusts own many different types of commercial real estate, including office and apartment buildings, warehouses, hospitals, shopping centers, hotels, and commercial forests. Some REITs engage in financing real estate. So that's just a little bit about what this opportunity is. I have never done it myself, so I can't uh, give a hard and fast opinion on it. But from what I do know, this is certainly a viable investment strategy. It is something that would require upfront capital. So it's, it's not really an option for you if you don't have money to invest right now. It does create passive income. It is kind of similar to buying and owning a stock, except it's based in real estate, which in my opinion is a bit more grounded and less likely to fluctuate wildly over time. So I would say it's a more secure investment for that reason. I'm not an expert in this though, so I don't have a strong opinion, but I know it is a way people do actually create passive income. The next idea on this list that I'm reading through from bankrate.com is a bond ladder. Now I've never heard of this before, so I'm just gonna read what it says here in their article. A bond ladder is a series of bonds that mature at different times over a period of years. These staggered maturities allow you to decrease investment risk, which is the risk of reinvesting your money when bonds offer too low interest payments. Okay, so bonds. The government sells bonds to raise money so that the government has more money and agrees to pay us interest for holding those bonds and we can also sell the bonds. So they're a tiny bit like stocks except they're the government, not a different business. 
Now, there's can be a problem that happens when you hold a bond is that what if your interest rate is lower and so you aren't getting a very great rate of return and then people don't want to buy your bond because now bonds are available at higher interest rates. So it sounds like a bond ladder allows you to maybe kind of diversify in this bond market a little bit and uh, reduce your risk. It says here in this article, a bond ladder eliminates one of the major risks of buying bonds, the risk that when your bond matures, you have to buy a new bond when interest rates might not be as favorable. So I actually don't really think that this is a good way to earn passive income because the interest rates paid by those bonds are typically fairly low. You can just do better with other investments. And a lot of the time they don't even outpace inflation and they are intrinsically tied to the dollar. So you can't ever do better than the dollar really does. You can't beat the government, kind of like saying you can't beat the house if you're gambling, right? There are lots of people who would disagree with me, I know. And you can increase the amount of cash you have over time using a bond ladder or simply by buying bonds. But yeah, you're just never gonna really be able to outpace the economy. Now with the next idea on their list of the best passive income ideas, they take a, a hard left turn to sponsored posts on social media. Okay, so now we're talking about something completely different. You probably know what this is. Brands pay influencers or other brands to talk about their products on social media. Sometimes brands pay me to talk about stuff on my YouTube channel. Brands pay people on Instagram to talk about their stuff on Instagram or on TikTok or whatnot. Now, does this create passive income? I would say generally no. Generally, it is an exchange for your time to create the content. However, there are sometimes opportunities where a brand might pay you a royalty or something like that. Generally, I just wouldn't classify this as passive income though, it's simply earned income. And then we're gonna switch back real quick for idea number 15, invest in a high yield CD or savings account. This is not a viable idea for creating passive income. A high yield account is only gonna be paying you something like 1% interest, if that, and that is not going to outpace inflation. So not only does this idea require capital to make money at all, but you're going to be losing money over time because inflation will be beating you out. Idea number 16, rent out your home short term. Definitely a viable way to make some money, and you might as well do this if you're going to be traveling. Or of course, you could rent out your house long term and find a different place to live, and then you are just doing rental real estate investment, which is great as well. Um, if you're doing short term rentals, as it mentions in this article at this point, it's not really going to be passive, at least not exactly. You're gonna have to get your house already. You're going to have to list your house. And so yeah, that doesn't seem passive to me. That seems active, that seems earned. Like I said, still a viable way to make money and it's money that you wouldn't have made if you just went on your trip and didn't do it. So I'm not saying don't do it. I just don't think it's really passive. The next one is to advertise on your car. Is it passive? Yes, I'd say so. Is it possible? Like, would it work? potentially, if you have a decently nice car and you live in an area where people want to advertise, do I want to do it? Not really. I think there are better ways that you can earn passive income. You Better ways you can earn a lot more passive income and that won't make your car be annoying and ugly. Should you do it? I don't know. If you don't mind having advertisements on your car and for some reason you don't want to try the 
other ideas and options that are out there, you could, but I don't think it's what I would recommend. I think there are better ways to make a lot more money. Okay, we are now up to passive income idea number 18, create a blog or YouTube channel. So I like that they group these together because a lot of the time these lists cover 10 different ways and three of them are kind of the same thing and three other ones are kind of the same thing. So here we have these ones grouped together. You can create content, you can get paid for it. Is it passive? Yes and no. You are going to be actively creating content and actively earning income that way. You can get paid for ads that are on your content. So whenever people are looking at your content on YouTube or on your blog, if you have ads in enabled, then some people will click on the ads and you will get a percentage of those profits. It's often about 50% of the rates that the businesses are paying to advertise. So it is definitely a way you can earn money. It's a way I earn over six figures a year and most other content creators earn money this way as well. But as far as is it passive, is it active? Actively creating content, actively making money, but then at least with a blog or a YouTube channel, unlike TikTok, Instagram, etc. your content is evergreen. Your content lives on generally for years and you can continue to earn money passively from that. So like right now, if I stop making videos on YouTube, my income would go down a little bit because I wouldn't be getting new views on new videos, but I would still be getting new views on old videos and earning passive income from that for years on. This is a great option if you don't have money to invest right now and you want to instead invest your time to create a source of passive income. It can be a quite significant source of passive income and it has a huge side benefit of it can grow your audience, grow your visibility so that you can then sell products a lot more easily. It really can enable a lot of these other ideas where you maybe sell courses or start a membership site and that can help you to accumulate capital that you can then invest in one of the more hands-off, less active sources of passive income. Passive income idea number 20 is to sell designs online. So for this idea, in this article I'm looking at, they are specifically talking about you can use your design skills to create products. So using something like Cafe Press or Zazzle, you can put your designs on t-shirts, hats, mugs, etc. Is there a potential here? Yes, especially with the tools that are available today, like Cafe Press, like Zazzle, like Shopify, like Etsy, things that allow you to print on demand, things that allow you to sell your products really easily online. There is a big opportunity here, especially if you enjoy designing and it's something you're reasonably good at and you're also up on either trends or else you know a lot about a particular industry or niche, a group of people who are really interested in something in particular. So yes, there's opportunity. There's obviously also a lot of competition and it can be tough to get your products to rank, to stand out and that sort of thing. So if you're willing to put in a fair amount of upfront work to not so much to get the system set up, that's a small amount of upfront work, but to work on getting your products to rank, to getting that visibility, then this can be a viable option. It can create active income, short-term, passive income, a little bit longer term. I would say this is a great idea to pair with another idea. So for example, if you want to create content on YouTube, on a blog, something like that, that can help you to get visibility and you can earn ad revenue there and you can also sell your designs. 
The next idea on the list is to set up an annuity. I don't know a lot about this, so I'm just gonna read what they have in the article. It says an annuity can be a good place to set up reliable income. With a typical annuity, you give your money to a financial company, usually an insurance company, that will provide you with a stream of income in the future. Annuities pay out monthly, and they can be set up in a variety of ways, for example, to start paying immediately or much later. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot about this. It sounds actually kind of broad, like it sounds like there are a lot of different types of annuities. Would it make you money? Well, yes. Basically here, your money's being invested and you are earning some interest. Now, a couple things. First of all, you need money to invest. Second, your rate of return is not going to be as high as with something where you can be a little bit more actively involved. So if you're looking for something completely passive, this might be something to look at. But if you are looking for something that will earn you more money and really help you to build wealth, there are other options out there. And by that, I mean things like you could create a course or create designs and sell them. You could buy real estate, by leveraging what money you do have to invest and then work on renovating the property and increase your equity or increase the amount you can rent it for. So yeah, if you're able and willing to invest a little bit more time and money, you can create a much more substantial stream of passive income with a lot less capital invested. Their next idea for passive income is to buy a local business. Pretty straightforward. A few things. First of all, you have to find a good opportunity and whether or not you can make money with this idea, how much money you can make is going to be hugely dependent on your ability to decide which business is the best opportunity to buy. You know, some businesses could cost you money. Other businesses could make you a little. Other businesses could make you a lot. A lot of the time, if a business is for sale, there's some reason it's for sale because it's not being as profitable as the owner wants it to be or because it requires a lot more time and effort to run than the owner wants to invest. The other obvious thing we should consider with this one would just be that it will obviously require some capital. Now you might be able to purchase a business financed, so it might not require a lot of upfront capital, but it will require some. And then finally, idea number 23 is to buy a blog. This is viable, but it's just like buying a business. You know, it's gonna cost you money and there is a lot of risk. Even if you buy a blog that's successful now, if you don't know how to successfully run a blog, then it could crash and burn. Also, the blog might not be as profitable as you hope it will be. Something that's really good about buying a blog is that it cuts out a lot of the uncertainty and the time of trying to grow a blog, trying to grow an audience, trying to get traction, trying to rank on Google, all of that. So it is a little bit of a shortcut, but like I said, it just comes with some risk and it comes with a greater investment of money where on the other hand, you could be investing time and effort. Okay, so this brings us to the end of this list. I just have a couple thoughts I wanna wrap up with before we end this episode. As I'm sure you noticed, a lot of the decision about whether or not something is a good option really comes down to, is it a good option for you? Because different options for creating passive income involve different amounts of risk, different amounts of financial investment, and different amounts of time investment, and different amounts of effort investment. And it's a trade-off. You know, some things are are really quick and easy to get started with, but they require a lot of money. Or they're quick and easy to get started with, but there's a huge risk, you know, like maybe it's not gonna make you any money at all, maybe it makes you some money. Other things require a lot of money to get started and no time, but others require a lot of time and effort, but 
no money. So you just have to really think about your current situation and your long-term goals to be able to decide which of these options is right for you. But then at the same time, some of these options are just straight up not good ways to make a passive income. Like I would not recommend investing in a high yield savings account because if you have a lot of money to invest, there are other ways you can invest your money for much higher rates of return. And if you don't have money to invest, then it's not going to make you much money at all. And we need to look at other options. So there you have it, my honest, unfiltered thoughts on some of these popular passive income ideas. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, be sure to leave the podcast a review. The most helpful place for you to do that is on Apple Podcasts, which you can do even if you aren't using an iPhone yourself. If you have an Apple account at all, you can log into iTunes and leave the show a review. And that really helps more people find the show so that they can learn how to create passive income and build an online business for themselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. Take action.